0: So, this podcast is being released a few weeks after Halloween, but Mm -hmm. I promised I would update last week on the costume party wedding that I went to, where my partner and I dressed up as Bart and Milhouse from The Simpsons.
1: Do you have an apology to the John? I was going to ask you, do you
0: genuinely actually think it's any type of racist, the color of yellow that we put on ourselves to look like The Simpsons? Is there anything... I want an honest answer. Is Mm -hmm. there anything that could be misconstrued as I'm trying to look Asian? Because I don't think so.
1: Whoa! You think Asians look yellow, Zach? Ooh. I get why it is gray area, why someone would be like, that's a step too far. Well, as someone who was born jaundice, I had to stay like an extra day or two in the hospital and be under a little lamp. (laughs) And the letters you got. Yeah, and, and... <laughs> and made all kinds brother, of people angry. He got to take home a little glowworm blanket to, uh-huh. you know, make him not be yellow. So for you to just be flaunting around your full yellow nude But I can choose body, to have a yellow skin when, yeah. <laughs> when so many
0: babies don't get the option.
1: <laughs> no, you don't give me an answer, right though. Do them. you
0: think there is any air of cultural appropriation to being Bart Simpson? Not if you're white
1: or black. Anything else can't be Bart. What do you mean? Do you think Bart's white? Like in no, the Simpsons think, world? Well, they have... okay, they
0: have black people, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they do have Asian people sometimes. Yes. I think sometimes Asian people are yellow. Most times they're yellow. In the Simpsons, I'm they might have more of a skin tone and mm-hmm. other depends I'm on not where sure. in Asia
1: because Apu is Asian. He's Southeast Asian. Right. He's not in it anymore. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I've always thought of the Simpsons yeah as white, but it's because they're the every family and I'm watching and it as a white kid with two parents. So what is I'm going to say is that I feel like one of the reasons that the Simpsons are so relatable is that you could see yourself in them because they aren't white or black. They're yellow cartoon characters. So if you wanted to see them as your family, you could probably squint and do that, I'd imagine.
1: I will say I've never and I thought of them the as Simpsons black since a kid. Never have I seen myself in the Simpsons. And that's not even behavioral. I don't think I think it's more so just to me, it was a white family. Well, now I Lisa have seen myself as a
0: Bartholomew.
1: <laughs> that's very
0: white. You're right. Homer, Bartholomew could be a could go either way. I feel like. No. In
1: 1670. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how many people at the village pantry. If you walk in and yell, "Hey, Bartholomew," are you gonna get any responses? No, they're. <laughs> that person would immediately be mugged.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Into the Time Knife, a good place to rewatch. We're talking about the season three roundtable. Now that I have seen myself as a Simpson. I can really see myself in the Simpsons. Yeah. And we were concerned going into the wedding.
1: You know, you get all Simpsoned up. It yeah. takes hours. I can only imagine. Because you went like under the clothes. You, you like, had bodysuit. Really spent on. a lot of time. You're ripping, yeah. The, I mean, under the bodysuit, I was painted area. yellow, but that was yeah. for fun.
0: Yeah, that was for later. So we get to, we're on our way to the wedding and we're starting to have that feeling of dread of like what if we're the only people that are dressed up? and what if all the wedding pictures are like crying family members in the and crowd you. and Bart and Millhouse? And I'm proud to report that surely we went the most out of all the costumes. Mm-hmm. but there were enough costumes and enough variety of costumes. That's good. Like one of my favorite was a bearded man as Megan. Nice, which I thought That's was really, really funny. great. Okay, so the first people – I told you that at the wedding because it was Halloween themed. The first kids that walk down the aisle throw trick-or-treat candy out of mm-hmm. buckets instead of flowers. It was really cute. The next two people that came down was this older couple. I think they were Ariel's grandparents or great-grandparents. I don't know these people at all. And the old man – who had kind of much love to my friend's family. He seemed more with it than your Mm -hmm. McConnell types, but he did kind of have a McConnell
1: blankness to him a little bit. And he He did stop in the middle of the aisle for 17 minutes.
0: Well, as he walked down the aisle, he like looked at me and looked so (laughs) upset.
1: (laughs) Well, because he thought you were Asian. (laughs) Because, I don't know,
0: some of these older family members may have not made the Halloween connection. They're just going to a wedding, right? Mm The other thing was that someone that we didn't know came up to us later and said, "Oh, they're Millhouse. I thought you guys were here as Bart and Marge, and that was weird." <laughs> you're like, "This is a different kind of weird," but that was like a not good weird. And oh,
1: I... <laughs> imagine
0: if that's the political
1: statement yeah, you're making year, it at your we'll friend's wedding. We'll do that wedding. next year
0: yeah what do you think of our simpsons cosplay
1: i thought they were really good i was i thought it turned out pretty well i thought you guys went because that's a costume that could look really whack if you don't commit and both you guys committed really really well i thought it was awesome i was very happy it was another time where i was very proud to be your friend zach i was like that's (laughs) awesome like my wedding will not be be that probably but if it were i would want my friends to put that much love and care into it because they know that it, it would be appreciated of course, part of us feels like, "Are we the assholes for going all, all out?" And it was made very
0: clear at the wedding that because we had told Drake and Ariel, mm-hmm. we were like, "This is what we were gonna do. Is this okay? Are you giving us?" And the, they were all, like, "Please, God, no." And then we got to the wedding, and so many people that we didn't know were like, oh, we heard that people were coming as Bart and House. Can we take a picture of you guys? Like, I I felt very – I talked about needing my moment in the wedding. There wasn't Mm -hmm. a moment for me to stand up and declare that I had objections to the wedding. I did make that joke during the reception, Mm -hmm. and it did not land. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, the maid of honor was like (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> I was like, "Come on, sure. come on!" <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get that moment, but I did have people stop to take pictures of me as if I was uh, Jiminy Cricket at Magic nice. Kingdom on a Tuesday.
1: Sure, uh, so that was nice. <laughs> That's awesome. That sounds very fun. I had to update that. That was what I I, I guess
0: at some point the podcast started. We're here. It's the season three roundtable into is. the time knife. A good place rewatch.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Zach. Period. I'm Stephen, and. Zach, I forgive you. Thanks. You're welcome. I forgive you for, for upstaging me at my own wedding. Uh, oh,
0: I thought you meant like as a person of color. You forgive me mm-hmm. for
1: the the now, color of my skin I have a, at the I have a question, Zach. Sure. Because we're going to get into things, but one more costume-related question. Mm-hmm. So there have been lots of people that wore costumes to different events. Jaden Smith dressed as Batman for Kanye and Kim's wedding. I dressed as Batman Beyond for Christmas one year you really? just as a clown sometimes at social gatherings <laughs> for no apparent reason, but it, it was, was funny. passed down to me. It was fun. It was fun. I remember we went bowling one time and you came as the clown and that was that was the highlight of that evening for me. I don't think we were that close at the time, but it was a highlight for me. I guess we were. What costume would you wear to my wedding? How did wedding? this come to a critique of how close we are or not? Yeah, I don't know. What, what costume would you wear to my wedding? If you had to pick anything. Mm, Lady Gaga meat suit. I'd take a bite out of it. I want it to be
0: stinky. Yeah. I want
1: it to be I want a couple days
0: old because the mm-hmm. fitting was last week. And yeah. I want there to be a lot of flies and animals <laughs> scattered because that's going to be great. Suit. Lady guy. Because you suit. will
1: be a member of my wedding party. So I want as many flies up there as right. possible. You'll be fine that I just kind of do my own thing. Right. I, the floor is yours, buddy. <laughs> it's as much your wedding as it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to Lil, because, you know, when
0: you go to a friend's wedding, hold the thought. Let's talk about our patrons. Patreon.com slash Can't Disappoint Podcast. It's the place to support everything we do here. We tell so many darker deeper twisted stories Mm -hmm. over on the patreon starting at five dollars a month and one of the perks is that if you support us on a ten dollar level or higher you get shouted out on the podcast every week
1: you get to stand in our wedding all these people that we say will be in our respective (laughs) wedding parties and those people are of course mary baker (laughs) budisa who will be in both of our wedding
0: parties she's gonna be your best man right and yours yeah. Yes. Danny M. Lugo, likewise, will be in both of our weddings. Yeah. he, he will let the audience in guess some capacity where she'll fit into each of them. <laughs> where where those. We've she's got standing. Justin Fortier,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who fingers Flower crossed. Well, oh, I was hoping maybe like groom. Hey, Lil S. Haker, who I won't make any sordid comments about because that's a child. And Sarah M. <laughs> Sarah M. The illustrious, the elusive. Yes, who will Mother be giving the me away at the wedding, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully giving back some of the money that I've showered yeah. her with. Well, Sarah M's paying for the wedding at this point because we were talking about our wedding while at the wedding. Because you know, mm-hmm. you go to a wedding, especially yeah. it's your close friend's wedding, and you can't help but think a little bit about how does
1: how and is you this about me
0: in the middle of the service, how right? Is this about That'd me. be great. That's what I I made a couple jokes that if I was like I object, and then was like Lil. I have known since the day I met you and took the <laughs> objection point as a moment to propose during the wedding.
1: And like, you know what? Let's just do it now. We have somebody here to marry us. We have all our closest friends and and their families You've here. you got an
0: officiant? Come on. Step Let's aside. I'll take these flowers. Let's all get married. By the way, the flowers and Ariel, like, she looked incredible. She had this black dress. She's she gorgeous. looked like an photos princess in the best way. But I think at our wedding... We should have the moment where they say, and if anyone has any objections to this mm-hmm. marriage, speak now or forever hold your peace. And we should plan that someone does as I'll a do bit. It. And it should be you and mm-hmm. we should get married then. Yeah. I'm gonna knock Lil out of the way. Do you remember what happened in the Boy Meets World wedding episode? Um I remember. Sean like makes after. it about him. Yeah. You remember the part where Topanga's naked under the covers. That's all you remember. Yes. Sean and then, then like makes the, the wedding bed about, gets, about like, him. carried away and by the in the, the cops. middle of the wedding, Sean and Corey have like a
1: emotional conversation about like,
0: but what does this mean about us, Corey?
1: I will be doing that to you and calling you Corey during this interaction. Weirdest thing about that episode is that the cops like didn't take them out of the bed to take them to jail. They mm-hmm. picked up the bed the and bed carried <laughs> to it to, the to jail. Whole thing out. <laughs>
0: <gasps> all right guys let's let's two for one yeah. special well that's white privilege there because if they yeah. had been a newly married any other couple shot they'd be dead they'd be sh- shot yeah. dead <laughs>
1: hey we don't know what they have under those covers steven how have you been this week good yesterday would have been a an event where i had to dance not like hundreds of times but do like nine routines mm-hmm. so that's a hoot and a half fun fun day i guess i was in vegas a couple weeks ago Hopefully that was fun and went great. <laughs> is there anything you're really looking forward to do while you're in Vegas? Is there anything on your list of like if yeah. I have any
0: downtime this is the thing this time.
1: Well, me, Danny and her dad are going to go to a football game in like super duper really nice seats. That's really cool. Yeah. At the new Raiders Are you going to do stadium. anything like fun
0: though while you're there? <laughs> um
1: But I can at least appreciate the idea of having really nice seats to something. Yeah. Well, and her dad and I both really like sports. So and Danny likes food that they serve at sporting events. So it'll be great. How much when you are in a
0: situation like this, how much Mm -hmm. are you putting on full stops to try to get Danny's dad to really like you?
1: I actually don't and this is not to sound like I don't care. Like a (laughs) douchebag, but I don't have to try that hard with him. I think he's pretty chill and very like calm demeanored. And I know he likes sports, and so bringing him to sports in really nice club-level seats is all the bonus points that I need. Oh, so you took care of the tickets? Uh, well, technically, yes. You don't, it doesn't matter. Okay, sure. Yes. For all intents and purposes, yes, I did. That's really uh,
0: concerning.
1: I don't know what that means. I mean, for I got originally the had the tickets. How much <laughs> I had to pay and how much yeah. the tickets are worth may be different things, but yeah, I paid thousands. Yeah, millions, and they millions. were originally cheap. <laughs> but I was like, no, 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 only the best.
0: I'll pay. How more. How mortified would you be if Danny's dad was mm-hmm. a listener of the program?
1: Would you be? No. I think his English is really good, but not good enough to be to mortified pick up the worst stuff. Yeah, he just mm-hmm. give us the benefit of the There's doubt. There's no I translation hope. for some of the shit that comes out of our mouths. Zach.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. We're here to wrap up
0: season three of the Good Place. It's been, in a lot of ways, the most fun season for us to go through. Mm-hmm. Because it's always more fun when we have dissenting opinions. There have been episodes of this season that we've both loved. There have been episodes of this season that we've both been kind of glass half full on. And then there have been episodes where we've been on opposite sides of that Mm -hmm. spectrum. And I'm really excited to see how that all shakes up today as we wrap up the season before we move on to the final season. How are you feeling about this, Steven? How are you feeling about season three as we dive into the
1: roundtable? Season three was the season that I remembered the least, but I think it's not that I remembered it the least, it's just that there's so much that happens this season yeah. that it, it kind of runs together with what happens when. But I think that it's a season that accomplished a ton, story-wise, character yeah. development-wise, and in terms of like cementing the past is something that was really important, but mm-hmm. also setting the the scene for the future. So as a whole, really enjoyed this season. I think it, it had the most downs, mm-hmm. which made for a lot of ups, too. But I, I think it was definitely the least consistent season that we've had so far. But, but it's because this show is thing. so
0: fucking good. It's like yeah. the show. This season is like an 8.5 mm-hmm. or Easily. at least an 8. Right. Yeah. Totally. Do you agree with that? I, I, I think it's like an 8 that, or an 8.5. Mm-hmm. And it's like season 1 is like a 9 and season 9. 2 is like a 9.5 or a 10. Exactly. So an 8.5, you're right. It's the least consistent season. But it's but there's it's such a soft edge to saying things like that. It's still such a good show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're right how staggering it is how much plot we travel through in season 3. It's easy to go into season 3 like I did, remembering it as the humans come back to life in our on Earth season. And it is that for a minute, but by the end of the season, I don't know if that's exactly how I would describe this season's tag plotline. And I don't know what I would... I think really (laughs) the story of the season
1: is Michael discovering the truth of the point system. Yeah, that's one of the largest events that happens, but even that doesn't happen until the last... You know, I it, going through for because we're we're gonna do a top five, bottom three. Mm-hmm. Going through the episodes again and just looking at like the the plots for them and like reading when things happen, I'm like, oh holy shit, this happened this long ago, or wow, this just happened this many episodes. Absolutely, time is is a joke in this show. Like it's it's wild. You can cover like three years in one episode. You can cover <laughs> like ten minutes in another, and they're both just as chocked full of wild stuff. It's really really impressive. I can't imagine what the storyboarding is like for this show. You I or in the writer's
0: room at the start of a season of work, just being like, okay, so this year we're going to solve the meaning of life thoughts and how can we make it really funny and this show does this season has some answers to some of the biggest questions of all humanity and it's a hilarious sitcom that somehow manages to come up with some interesting ways to and you can never answer those big questions but some really interesting ways to look at it and to work towards answering them for yourself But before we talk any deeper, before I help you out any more, you have got the biggest task of the season ahead of you. It's time to do one of our favorite things that we do here on Into the Time Knife, and we're going to do it in a bigger way than usual, because it's time, ladies and gentlemen, Mm -hmm. to find out, did Steven
1: retain the season? Steven retain the season? This week! You didn't say this week, but I did.
0: Well, because it's not really this week. It's more like this quarter. Sure.
1: <laughs> this quarter. Did
0: Stephen retain, the, did season Steven retain Q. the season?
1: This Stephen retain the season? I'm not saying that.
0: Yeah, see? That's why I didn't.
1: You should have just left it. Yeah, sorry.
0: Welcome to Did Stephen retain the season This is always really tough, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of just for fun as a thing to do on these roundtables. But I think this is tougher than ever. We go so many places over the course of these 13 episodes, and uh, you you have it really set out for you. You're going to have 30 seconds for this. That's it? I thought I was going to get like a minute. No, we've done 30 seconds in the past. Fuck. So take a few seconds, gather yourself, take a breath. And I had put thought into this, and I was like, okay, if I have a minute.
1: I'm going to have six minutes. I'm going to do great. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, okay, let's multiply one episode where I get 20 seconds by 12 or 13. That is not how this is going to (laughs) work. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to enter You're going to cover your eyes. My Roranora (laughs) Zoro. Wow. You're hoping to distract. No, it's going to help me distract you. you. Okay. It's like You don't want to look at me. Could you (laughs) always do it like this? I sometimes close my eyes, but I don't usually cover my eyes. You're reminding me
0: of whoever the Fat Albert character that had the, like... Mushmouth. Is that the one that was completely covered by a... Yeah. All right. So, you will be but getting so. an automatic A+, if you do this entire <laughs> season recap, as mooshmouth, as you said.
1: He talks like the the kid from Wild Thornberries. I thought the same thing. I feel like that's what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Anyway, 30 seconds on the clock. Tell us every single thing that happened this season of The Good Place. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right,
1: three, two, one, go. The humans restart on earth and after being saved, they improve. Eventually, they all have to get together because their lives are getting worse, so Chidi, um, through the help of Michael, gets them all together, they start the Brainy Bunch, Derek's there, get them the fuck out of there, not Derek, fuck! Um, but then they're getting better, and then they are gonna separate because they've grown, and then they find out about The Good Place, and then Michael helps them uh, d- discover the ending, and then they go, and they, they go to Janet's void, and Michael discovers the point system is broken, because even Doug Forsett didn't get in, and then they decide they have to start a new way to get The Good Place to work, Stop. and so they What? You know, I can't even, too
0: much happened in that 30 seconds for me to single out the things that I'd really like to talk about. You made Mm -hmm. some confusing statements in there. (laughs) I think I made one confusing statement. No, there are more than you think. You said some words that weren't words. Mm -hmm. You did a lot lot of of like, and then Michael did the thing, and you just assumed that covered a lot of ground for you. I don't think you know what I assume. You don't know what it's like in there, man. (laughs)
1: All your senses are that gone. Was you bad. Can't taste, you can't that was pretty bad. I think that was pretty bad. I think that was a C minus. Here's you want to know what threw me? What, what talking about Adam Scott's character? I called him Derek. Call him Derek. Because isn't his name Derek in Step Brothers? Yes. Yeah, and that fucked me up. Yeah,
0: you're not getting any extra points for that. It's a C minus. I'll take it. Take it. All right, let's hard. move in. To the round table of it all, starting with a little bit of redemption. Last season, if you remember, for our trivia redemption round, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. And we were really neck and neck. And then I think Mm -hmm. maybe you cinched it out and won it. I did. First rule of being a good drag queen, always cinch. (laughs) For my Simpsons costume, I did my eyebrows. Like, I prepped my eyebrows like drag queens do. With glue sticks. Nice. So we could cover them with yellow. And good because job. Lil actually had, because Milhouse has eyebrows. Bart doesn't mm-hmm. have eyebrows. Your headpiece looked really nice. Lil made that, right? Thank you. Lil did a really good job. And it was really light and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Lil made felt blue eyebrows, which I thought were perfect. There's 10 questions really I've good. got. Did you do 10 as well for redemption um, I have round?
1: one or two more. Oh, my God. Then how are we going to compete? I will ask you my first 10, and I will not ask the last two.
0: As You can ask them if, if we we want, a want, but
1: not as a score.
0: Okay. It's a double. Okay, okay.
1: So, I'll give you my first
0: question. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you can get on the board with question one. What is Trevor's favorite
1: dank meme? Damn, Daniel. Nice. One, Steven. All right. What is the name of the stand at which Cheezy can't pick a muffin? Oh, my God. We crumb from the land down under? That is, like, correct, Zach. Good yes! It's I don't think I got it right, right land, the first time. But you did not. Good job. Good job. Next question. 1-1, one, one. neck and neck, net zero. Where do Michael and Janet set up their office? Journalism department? Yes. Floor. Nice. All I needed was journalism department. Mm-hmm. How expensive is the Manifest Destiny package? <laughs> I remember this joke so well. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite jokes of the season. Best joke of the episode, in my opinion. Is it $50? $30. That's okay. I'm up by one.
0: You are. 2-1 going into the third queue. How much did Eleanor
1: win in the lottery in the snowplow? $18,000? Yes!
0: Yes! Woo! Three for three!
1: Alright. Steven. Alright, Zach. This is, this is the most redemption question I can ask. Oh. What does Simone want everyone to say for the group picture? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have
0: a guess? Uh, something, something along science-y. the lines of everyone say social psychology, something like that. Mm. Something in the...
1: If you yeah. had gotten like three-fourths of this, yeah. I would have given it, it to you. I didn't. We're looking for ventromedial prefrontal cortex. Oh, fuck mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all that hard.
0: Another question, number four. Mm-hmm. How does Michael explain the dot over the eye?
1: It is Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! 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 Um, July, and sometimes. Did you just? Do you promise me you didn't look at it uh, written down? I promise you, I did not look at anything. Because
0: you came down. up with July very quickly after I'm glancing down. At and the there's Yole. one
1: thing that it is sometimes, uh-huh. but I can't remember what the sometimes is. You sometimes you've left out kind birthday? of the biggest part of the answer. What is honestly? Is it?
0: This is where we're going to get interesting on if you deserve a point or not, because it is Tuesdays and also July. But the main bulk of it is that, and sometimes it's never, occasionally it's the time or moment when nothing never occurs. I feel like that is more the explanation of what the dot over the eye is. I okay. kind of feel like you should not get a point for that. And I don't think we should do half credit. You should either get the point or you shouldn't.
1: Listen, it's your question. I will accept Do you feel like ruined. that's...
0: I don't think you got enough to get a full point for that if we're not doing in half In my
1: points. mind, I got two thirds of it because no, I No, in my
0: mind, you got like a third or half.
1: But the never and the moment where... Nothing never happens is the same thing, so that's why I think of it as two thirds. But I understand why you would think. I of it I see what as you're half. saying, but even two thirds, I don't think is is enough. And I will let you hold me to the same. Okay, 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 I'll, I'll I so I that's your ruling, three your and
0: one, right? Have I gotten yes. one right? Three and mm-hmm. one, it's not gonna make that much of a difference. But I'm glad we hammered. You that never out. know. Last time you had a strong comeback at the end, is and I true? had to okay. get the last well, one right to
1: win it. Let's see it. What color is Donkey Doug's bong? Green. You got it. Two, three.
0: Not looking so bad now. (laughs) Next question for you.
1: Where is Donkey Doug banned from and why? He is banned from Disney World Mm -hmm. for, did he punch Buzz Lightyear, beat up Buzz Lightyear? You're just one word off and I do think I'll give you this one, but
0: I would really like it if you remember what specifically he did to Buzz Lightyear. Did he lick Buzz Lightyear? Closer, same orifice. Ah, he bit Buzz Lightyear. Yes. I'm going to give you Night. a point for Thank that you. One, He did something you to Buzz. He it very
1: well. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: In his defense, I remember the follow-up. He <laughs> thought it was someone else. <gasps>
1: <laughs> so that's 4-2 for those playing oh, at home. That's a really funny scene. All right, Zach, can you, can you pull within one? What school is Donna running for PTA at? If you get most of this, I'll give it to you.
0: I remember it's... MGM Grand Racing and Casino presents something middle school.
1: Who's your park racing and casino? Um, we you will got thrill you. Three. Four I don't want of those words right. I'm not what gonna give I it miss? to you. Tell me the answer. It's the MGM Grand Luxury Resort and Casino mm. Elementary School. Elementary school. Yep. Mm. Not a point. I think you said middle school last time as Still well. Two four. Right. Cost you.
0: How did Eleanor's mom supposedly die? Is there anything worse than people who say supposedly instead of supposedly or suppose? Now supposedly, supposedly. The no supposedly. It's Supposedly. There's no
1: supposedly. It's supposedly. And people say supposedly. There's another thing that's like that. People say wrong and mm-hmm. do it all the time. How did Eleanor's mom supposedly die? Was she trampled to mm-hmm. death at a Dave Matthews concert? No, Wasn't Dave you're... Matthews. I said Dave Matthews is a joke. But it was... And also,
0: trampled, there's enough more to it that trampled is not enough. Yeah. This time you've got a third of it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the L. I don't remember all the details. I mean, keep trying
0: that. if you want. Do you want to take another trampled stab at the band?
1: At the f- front row of a... Uh... No.
0: <laughs> she was trampled while bent over adjusting her toe ring at a Rascal Flats concert. I would say you have half because you got trampled in concert. You did not get the artist or the toe ring. Not a point. Still 2-4 or 3-4? <laughs> I have gotten 5 now, I believe. Bullshit. Damn Daniel. This always happens. Damn Daniel, journalism department, 18K. I did not give you Jeremy Baramey. I did mm-hmm. give you Buzz Lightyear. I did not give you how Eleanor's mom died. That's 4. Oh, that was the one you just asked. I see. Yes.
1: Who does Eleanor call... Tommy how, many how many do I have how many do I have how many do I how many do I have you have two or three two are you sure yes because you okay. did not get okay. how expensive manifest you. destiny you did not get ventromedial prefrontal cortex and you Certainly. did not get the school right okay tell me the one you just asked who does Eleanor call Tommy quine Quine Thomas Quail wrong again. St. Thomas Aquinas. We had this And argument. I said old
0: Tommy Quail. It was mm-hmm. the same thing.
1: I mean, <laughs> things are repeating. Tommy Quail, Quail. Stuck in mm-hmm. the cycle. Tommy Quai Quai. Tommy Quine Quine.
0: Quine Quine.
1: Mm hmm. I got it, right? Quine Quine, <laughs> fine like wine, wine.
0: Okay, so now that I have no chance, I don't think.
1: There's still possible.
0: What pets are available for Chidi <laughs> after all the puppies are gone? This is a tough one.
1: An owl. Not too tough, but fairly tough. Right. Do I have to get like the exact genus or can I just. Give
0: me as much as you There's can like a and python then we'll say if it's enough or not.
1: Okay. Python, a python. owl, or.
0: If you're not going to say the genus, you're going to need the third one
1: mm-hmm. at least. Was it a Burmese python or a ball python? Burmese python, because ball pythons are actual pets. Neither. Okay. Well, python, owl, or tarantula? Wasn't a spider, huh? Well, let me tell you what the answer is, because you mm-hmm. got
0: a lot, and I still maybe think not enough. Let's yeah, see, because it was it. a 16-foot albino python. Mm-hmm. You got so no, python, but that you guessed the, the wrong kind twice, I don't think is great. Well, only because I tried to add.
1: My original guess was python, but but, but continue. Sorry. You said tarantula, but it's tarantula squid. Tarantula squid, I see. So,
0: you know what close, I mean? No, You're cigar. really yeah. close. I'll owl.
1: understand not getting this one. I am not But that's fight really you on it. close. But mm-hmm. I think you needed tarantula squid. Yeah. So still 4 2. How many dogs and wolves has Doug adopted? 71.
0: You got it. Nice. That's 4 3. Okay. What is the theme for the destination wedding in Janet's?
1: The crazy thing is, I don't even think I got this. You got it wrong the first time. Yeah. Have I learned anything since then? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it, does it? Masquerade? No, it's more
0: specific, like, uh, property. Eyes Wide but... Shut?
1: <laughs> no, it was a Lord of the Rings theme. Lord Day. of the Rings, damn. I think I said Game of Thrones. You a, did say Game of Thrones. Which is a much closer guess before. <laughs> Than Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> Zach's pulled within one. What year did John Locke die? 1807. Mm-mm. 1704. Yeah. Mm-mm. 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 You
0: might know this one. What do Eleanor's tears taste like in The Good Place?
1: The nacho cheese from her favorite movie theater? Exactly. Okay, but you're probably going to know this one. But that's 5-3. How long will it take the Blue Ribbon Committee to investigate themselves? A thousand years. You got it. Okay, 5-4. Is this four. coming down to the last question? i got question? one
0: more question for you. Let's see if we tie it. Mm-hmm. What napkin folds... Are, is, is or are that's a weird folds is mm-hmm. or folds are what napkin folds, folds are. are tahani deciding between for the welcome party the queen's tuck yes and a butterfly there's one more word yeah the queen's tuck and the don't fake it. If get it right or get it wrong, you know what I mean? Don't 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 give up because I'm you want to make it more interesting. Okay.
1: Okay, sorry. Sorry.
0: Don't recall.
1: <laughs> don't look down <laughs> to recall. Is it the butterfly f- fold? Do butterfly. you in trying here.
0: It's the Queen's Tuck or the Yorkshire Butterfly. Yorkshire Butterfly. Damn, damn. And I think by the same standard we've been taking, that's not enough, right? No, not enough. Okay. So let's All right, tie it Zach. up. Let's see if we can tie it up. Here we go. And then I feel like if I tie it up, I can win if I get both of your extra questions right. I only
1: have one extra question. I thought I had two. I only have okay. one. Okay.
0: If you agree to the terms.
1: I will agree to those terms. I'll give you the chance, but only because I'm confident that you will not we'll get, get this both one of right. these. Because you got right. both of these wrong in the canon of our show okay what is the net point total for buying a tomato from a grocery store today or the today of michael presenting it Mm -hmm. to someone four wrong you said that last time negative 12.368 I hear that you're saying that. I think that's what
0: it says in the graphic. But I think Michael says four out loud because I've been listening to all of our podcasts. And in audio, in a clip that I used, Michael says, and today the same guy loses four points for doing the same exact action. But even
1: then it would be negative four.
0: But that's not, you said how many points do you lose? I wouldn't say I said what is the net
1: point total for buying a tomato from the grocery
0: store? I'm not saying I had to get it right off of that, but I do think me saying four both times is based in something that happened in the show. Well, regardless, Zach, what date did Doug (laughs) Forsett make his guess? 1973. No. 1977. No. October. No. That's all I got. Say a date. Say a date.
1: Twenty third October twenty third of nineteen seventy seven. We're looking for October fourteenth nineteen seventy two. Okay. Well, you win. Good job. You
0: recalled Thank you. it. Thank you. Good job. job to you did did too. Perfect
1: fact. stellar. But you did yeah. a really good job. You did better. Thank you. Uh, you did almost as
0: well. So you know what we're going to get into next is really the most exciting part mm-hmm. for me of doing these roundtables. It's our bottom three and top five episodes from the season. I don't know if we've done this before, but I think I would be able to do this this time. Before we give out our lists, let's both say what we think each other's least favorite episode and what we Mm -hmm. think each other's favorite episode is. Okay. Since I came up with it, I'll give you a second to think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think your least favorite episode is going to be The Brainy Bunch, and I think your favorite episode is going to be A Fractured Inheritance. I
1: think your least favorite episode is going to be The Ballad of Donkey Doug, and I think your favorite episode is going to be Jeremy Baramy. Okay. I'm trying not to give it away. You certainly didn't give it away.
0: Now let's get into our list and see where we land. Starting with the bottom three episodes, why don't Mm -hmm. you kick it off with
1: your third worst episode of the season? So I will say there's really only two episodes this season that I would consider the... I don't care for, but don't Mm -hmm. hate any of the episodes this season. The worst of this season is still better than a lot of TV shows. I think I've said that many times. (laughs) So I did struggle a bit to find my number three, Number three, but I landed on one that I think is, I don't want to say it's inconsequential, but it's very much what I would call kind of a transitional piece. I think there's really highlights to this episode, but it's just not my favorite. And so I went with the snowplow is my number three. I think it's one that has good bits to it, but Nothing. When I was going through the episodes, I was thinking, what are my favorite moments, least favorite moments from each of these episodes? And this one had the least that I was like, wow, I really love a lot about this episode. I like it. I would watch it again. It's not like I would skip it by any means. But not my favorite of the season. So the snowplow ends with my number three spot for the bottom. I think
0: that's a fair placement. I mean, it didn't make it into my top five. But my top Mm -hmm. five started as a list of like seven episodes. And the Mm -hmm. snowplow was one of them. I think it was the first to go of those seven. But I like that episode maybe more than you do. My number three is going to be what I guessed for your least favorite episode Mm -hmm. of the season. The Brainy Bunch. And in a similar way, it was hard... I guess I knew that these three were my bottom three, but the Brainy Bunch has the most that I like about these. Uh, I went back and listened to some of our podcasts about these episodes, and for the Brainy Bunch, which comes right after the two-part premiere, Mm -hmm. we were talking about how much funnier it was and that it was a really funny episode. Mm -hmm. I do think it's a really funny episode. I like Trevor as a joke, and I don't think they overuse him in that episode. I think the American Restaurant is really funny. It's very funny. And... I'm forgetting how the episode ends, but it's something big because it's been a minute. I'm sorry, guys. I'm forgetting how
1: because all of these episodes with end with the, something big. Something big happens. Trevor into the yes, th- the judge's place. Yes, the judge in comes the in.
0: The, Michael finally gets caught for how much he's mm-hmm. tampering in what's going yeah. on on Earth, and he and Trevor both get reprimanded for it. I think stuff like that makes this a pretty solid episode. But what keeps it down is what you're saying is that it feels in the grand scheme of the season and how many places
1: of the season goes a tad bit inconsequential for like two thirds of the episodes so that's my number three my number two was my guess for your number one the ballad mm-hmm. of donkey doug i don't mm-hmm. hate this episode i definitely think i liked it a little bit more than you did when we but you've kind about of agreed it. with me on it the whole time i think that it's it's of the season one of the weakest ones but i yeah. i really like pillboy's character and i like Jason. and so mm-hmm. getting to have more Jason's great. I think that the actor that does Donkey Doug does a great job with him. I just think that the the writing in this episode isn't super duper strong, but I do enjoy it. I think it's a funny one. It's a very kind of if you're really high when you watch it, I think it makes it a little bit more fun. <laughs> so maybe if I were like not that when I saw it, I wouldn't like it at all. but I I, you know, I'm You'd like, haha, know. Florida. yeah, yes. I will
0: talk about that episode in a little mm-hmm. bit. My number two,
1: well, because
0: I look at the episodes differently than you do. My number two is Everything is bonzer Part 2. Wow. And here's why. I think Part 1 is very much in line of the first half of the Season 2 premiere, where mm-hmm. there's so much opportunity, so many new possibilities, as we meet all of our characters for the first time again. Yeah. So I think Part 1 works really well. Then in Part 2, when everything comes to a head... It's just that we're starting a study group and it's just that now Trevor is here and we're nervous about it. Mm -hmm. I think whereas other seasons begin with confusion and then end the premiere with the like a hard land of this is where we're going. This one is like a
1: soft land. Well and really how far do they get in part one. What do you mean? Do they all get to Australia in part one? No. Part two has a
0: lot of Jason in Florida and his Mm -hmm. new dance crew. There's quite a bit of not everyone in Australia. It's just the end of part two where everyone's together. I see. That's why part two, because I think part two, it kind of, it only has the Jason story and then it kind of ends with the soft land when previous season premieres have, have ended with a bang. So that's, that's my number fair? two. Not a bad episode, but it is
1: my number two least favorite. Wow. What about you? Your number one. Uh, my number one least favorite is the Brainy Bunch. Right. I like I Adam right. Scott. I don't. You're right. We're both right. We were both right. Don't super-duper care for Trevor, especially not the second time around. I think that the restaurant is funny, but I don't really care for this episode a ton. Like I, I I, remember a lot about it, and I remember a lot of the jokes the restaurant makes, but I think that that's the funniest part for me. I think Janet as a waitress is funny, mm-hmm. but this was my least favorite episode and I thought that Donkey Doug was going to be my bottom one when I was going through the episodes, but I was like, I actually like Donkey Doug a little more wow. than Brainy Bunch. Well, my least favorite episode is The Ballad of Donkey Doug. I still say that it is
0: my least favorite episode of the entire series so far. And looking back on this episode as a low point now that I'm looking at the season as a whole, one of my complaints that I haven't voiced yet is we don't get enough Jason anymore. And we don't get enough, like, every character gets a really strong emotional through line. And Jason, kind of because of the character that he is, is just there to be silly. Which makes this episode feel even more like a missed opportunity, that they don't do so much more, that they don't get... Like, all the Florida jokes are ones we've heard before. Mm -hmm. All of the Jason doing crimes are things we've heard before. I think it's a missed opportunity that it's the Jason episode, and it's not the funniest episode ever. This episode is the most... If The Good Place was a 22-episode sitcom, this sure. would be one of the burner episodes, both in the main plot with Donkey, Doug, and Jason, and the side plot with Chidi practicing breaking up with Simone. I just think it's the most mid-episode. It's my least favorite of the season. See, I think Very the
1: breaking up with Simone is almost what saves the episode for me. It's, it's the better what... half of the episode, yeah. for sure, but I think even it's kind of whatever. Sure.
0: I'll take it. Well, but hey, I you hate... both guessed right? harping on the negative it was actually hard for me to decide my top five because it started with the list of seven Mm -hmm. it was hard to get rid of those extra two and it was even tougher to place where things were going to go i think i'm going to have a few placements that might surprise you i Mm. don't know if you will as well i think i might you kicked off the bottom i'll kick off the top with my number five episode which is janet's wow nice good episode Great episode. I think uh, if we're talking about most surprising episodes of the series, it would maybe be number one. I think it's my number five of the season because the other episodes have every character. I think that's what I said at the end of Mm -hmm. Janet's. And and I think you were a bit
1: underwhelmed with the ending of the episode when we when we when we talked about it before. It seemed like you you felt a little bit like it was less climactic than you remembered. If I, just I remember feel, what you said correctly, I, I might be remembering. You're more.
0: probably right. What I'm thinking more about it right now is that Darcy Carden, as everyone, is so, so, so good. And the choices that they make – well, I'm not going to talk shit. It's my number five favorite episode yeah. of the season. What keeps it from the top couple – is that the B story isn't as dynamic as the A story, and that the other four episodes on my list feature this insane ensemble cast that we love so much. Sure, That's why it's my number five of the season, but one of the best episodes of the show Mm -hmm. and one of the most memorable episodes of the entire show. Janet's at number five.
1: I was pretty certain of most of my top five. The only spot that did jump around a little bit and that I've changed even as recently as like since we've started recording, i changed my mind to my number five. I'm going to go with number five for me. Cheaty sees the Time Knife. I think okay. that Not this my episode list. can be kind of a, thought of as a throwaway, but I think that Cheaty specifically is so good in this episode. That raises it a lot for me. I think that it's an important episode. I think that it also is a good episode to take us from what we were doing to kind of this next point. I think that a lot of things get handled. I think it's very funny. It does take place mostly in one spot, but I think even as far as the end of the episode and having that kind of new reboot and Michael kind of going nuts and freaking out, as much <laughs> as I maybe don't entirely love that that happens, I do love that that happens. And I think that TD Tease a Time Knife goes in at number five for me. If, if nothing else, slightly bolstered by... Cheedy and Tahani's performances this episode. It's a fine episode.
0: I didn't like it as much as I wanted mm-hmm. to. It wasn't enough to go anywhere near my bottom three, but it was not in my top five. Mm-hmm. So already our lists are different. My number four is the episode that I predict to be your number one, which is A Fractured Inheritance. I had trouble deciding what was going to go where. After mm-hmm. being back and forth on the season this whole time, Sitting down to make the top five, how good these best episodes of the season are, they're all very, very good. Mm -hmm. A Fractured Inheritance is my very, very favorite of the let's help people while we're on Earth sequence in the show. I think the plot line with Eleanor's mom worked so much better for me now, a few years older than it did when the show first aired. And I think that... The Tahani storyline is perfect, and it perfectly does so much for this character that we've followed a really long way in her growth and to finally get some payoff that works really well for the Tahani and Camilla relationship. I think it's a really, really, really good episode. I have nothing bad to say about this. It's one of the best episodes of the show that isn't all like goofy and timey-wimey and all of that. It's just a really great emotional episode in a season that's been the best at giving us the emotions. This is right up there with those moments that
1: made me tear up. They just had moments that made me tear up. I really like this episode a lot. I like this one a lot too. I'm gonna jump to my number four, which maybe surprisingly is also a fractured inheritance. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, I guess, really guess would be this your episode. number one. Yeah, I, I really, really like this episode a lot. I think that I really like Eleanor's mom's story of like growth and maturity, and then how when she still does have that instinct to run away and and that self-destructive thing that Eleanor grows in that moment and is like no like you finally like you have another chance to do better than you did with me and I don't want you to mess that up just because I'm sad that I didn't get this version of you and I think that that's a really important lesson and I think that Tahani and Camilla both being so hurt by their parents and being pit against each other that can be a really real thing as well and absolutely I think it's such an emotional moment when you realize that all of Camilla's work and art Shows how much she longed to be with her sister, but wasn't allowed to say that or act that way. And I think that that's, it's a really beautiful episode and to fit it in how they did and have as much silliness and dumb stuff around it as they did is really cool. Yeah. I like this episode a lot. It maybe like in my heart might be my favorite of the season, but I I really like A Fractured Inheritance. It was a good guess to be my number one because this episode holds very high esteem for me.
0: It's a really good one. It's really funny. It's really emotional. It's such a good episode. I Mm -hmm. really like that one. But to go for my favorite episode that's not a super timey-wimey episode, my number three is Jeremy Bearamy. Wow, so we are both wrong. Yes, I think it's a great episode. I think we misremember this episode of having a lot more Jeremy Bearamy and a lot less let's do good things on Earth. Mm -hmm. That doesn't take it down a ton. That's that's like – it's my number three favorite episode of the season. I think it's great. And that footage of Jason and Tahani giving away money and doing the right thing also makes me tear up. It's one of the Mm -hmm. emotional moments. Most of these episodes in the top five are ones that have emotional moments, and I think Jeremy Bearamy does. I just think maybe the entire episode isn't as iconic as the concept and moment around Jeremy
1: Baramy is. Mm-hmm. There are two episodes that I think are a little better. I am going to talk about my number three mm-hmm. that I remembered liking but forgot kind of how much I enjoyed the episode. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't... I remembered it hitting me hard, but I don't think I remembered I think how I know hard where it hit me. Number three is Pandemonium for yeah. me. I think that... It's an awesome and and you didn't love when we were talking about it at first that they kind of start an idea and don't finish it, kind of like how they finish season two. But this works way better for me than the season two finale does. Mm -hmm. I think that it starts it in a way that eases us into what's about to happen. I think that there's a nice surprise of Simone being there. Yeah, I think that it shows major growth from all the characters. We don't get a ton of Jason, but shows a lot of growth from everybody, and it. Let's us see Michael vulnerable, Janet shines. I think it's a great episode. I like weep when I watch the end of this one it's by myself. It's very emotional. Watching it before we recorded, I I really got got emotional watching yeah. it and it's it's just such a I've talked before about creative ways to have characters or memories like die in a in a show and I think this is about as close as you can get to to nailing that idea without actually killing off a character is killing the memories of a relationship is such a powerful thought. Really, really good. There have been times when I've described my relationship with The Good
0: Place as being, I really love when they treat the four humans as these like chess pieces in the afterlife bureaucracy instead mm-hmm. of caring so much about their emotional relationships. Uh, but my number two episode, Pandemonium, Mm-hmm. I think, blends the two in the most perfect way possible. They've been real people on Earth. They haven't been used as chess pieces for a while. Well, they can just as easily. Boom, you're a different person. Your memories are gone. Bye. And on the other half of that, we become so deeply invested in Chidi and Eleanor and how through all of these things, they keep finding each other and finding each other and they're finally comfortable. And now that's gone as soon as you have it. And mixed with so much that there's like season one throwbacks with the New Neighborhood mm-hmm. and we're setting up the plot line of the last season. Everything negative I said about this episode, I was kind of grasping at straws. I think this is a very good season finale. I think it's the best season finale of the show. I said it. Wow. And here's why. Uh, Michael's Gambit mm-hmm. removed that big thing at the
1: end. Sure. And then it's it's just a normal episode of the show.
0: Yeah, that's, that's exa- exactly why. I'll, I'll buy and that. maybe when I see every uh, whenever you're ready, part two, I'll say that that's the best season finale. But even that feels different because it's a series finale. I think yeah. Pandemonium earns its title, and the way that they work the title into the episodes is very satisfying. I think it's the best season finale of the show. Not wow, to that's say high it. praise. Number two, Pandemonium.
1: My number two is Jeremy Bearme. I nice. think that. Sure, it's not as timey-wimey wild as it could be, but I think what it is... All the Doctor Who fans have been quaking every time we say
0: timey-wimey.
1: I think it, it poses a really good thing that if you found out, like, definitively what happens after you die, how much would that just fuck up your brain? Yeah, you're so right. Like, I truly believe that I would... As much as I want to say, yeah, I'd go the Tahani or Jason route, I don't have the means to do that. So I would probably go the Cheaty route and be like, I can't tell anyone because I'm going to hurt them. I can't tell myself. Is there any point to anything? Like, I think I would lose it. And so seeing Cheaty making chili in his class while talking about existentialism is great. And I think that that's one of the first times in this timeline that Eleanor was as great a friend as she is to chidi because she saved him from that and she's the one who came in and was like listen bud we're in this together take my hand we're gonna be okay and i think that that to me just is such a jumping off point for everything else that happens this season that it's just it's too important and too meaningful in my heart to not place it i i think jeremy barney gets my number two spot and it's one that i remember really fondly and that I think is is really important for the show and, and important to to our podcast. So I'll, I'll take I, number two for Jeremy Baryme for me. Do we have the same number one? No, you said my number one already. Oh, I have really? no idea what your number one is. Oh, yours is Jan.
0: Yours is about, sorry to bury the lead. Yours about mm-hmm. to be Janet's. I thought we had the same one. You, this isn't on your list at all, and it's my number one episode. I have of the no season.
1: idea what you're about to
0: say. Wow, the worst possible use of free will. Wow, is my favorite episode of the season. Because we get the. I just love all the flashbacks and Eleanor getting her memories back and how important that becomes to the back part of the season mm-hmm. and the way that they make it fun and kind of a dance, dance resolution, clip show way. And then I don't think. This show likes to put a bunch of people in a room and just make them talk at each other. I don't think any of it has been as effective as you put Ted Danson, Kristen Bell, against each other talking about the meaning of life both Mm -hmm. on opposite sides i think the first half of this episode is so wacky and zany and all over the place because eleanor's like getting her hair fried off and Mm -hmm. she's throwing up teeth and she's getting all these memories and then the second episode is so thought-provoking and i just think it's a perfect mashing of two like we talk about episodes that feel like two episodes i think Mm -hmm. this episode feels like two episodes in the best way I think this is my favorite episode of the season by far wow the, well, not by far but it, it is pretty easily my favorite episode of the season yeah, I like that one a lot one it, was it almost
1: months. was in, it's one of the ones that at one point was in my my number five slot I don't really have anything negative to say about the episode it doesn't rise above the others for me but I do like this episode a lot yeah. and I think that it is a thoughtful episode and I like Kind of for the same reasons I love Jeremy Baramey, this is Eleanor after that being like, oh, that's like, I'm going to love totally. him no matter what, and I think that I do now too. And I, I, I liked this episode a lot. I think it's it's nice. If there's any negative to say about it, I think that, you know, it's hard, kind of like you said about one of the episodes you were talking about. <laughs> oh, Janet, it's so your issue with Janet, mm-hmm. is that, you know, not everybody is in it in a super strong way. I kind of feel yeah, that way Yeah, go back about, and
0: watch those recap. The like the her getting the memories back. We get the whole pet day. Thing that whole plot line is in that episode, which shows us. Yeah, but we get Tahani you know, with Tahania. Five minutes
1: of, of Tahani and this... Tahania. Chidi and like Chidi no... like
0: cowering from the owl
1: in the room, <laughs> and, and and Eleanor and Chidi. I I. It's a great episode. It was almost my number five, but it doesn't for me reach the heights of my number one this season, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite episodes of the entire show, Janet's. Yeah, which I think upon watching we both. We were we both were really high on it going in and I think I got higher on it you got a little bit lower on it after but not really our like I went back and listened to that podcast and mm-hmm. a direct poll from
0: me at the end of it is like you know I started this thinking it wasn't as good as I remember and I ended
1: this no it it's as good as mm-hmm. you remember I think it it's amazing. I think it's a masterclass in character work Mm -hmm. by the writers and by Darcy Carden. Mm -hmm. I think that when we do finally get actually Chidi and Eleanor, it's such a powerful moment because nothing is more intrinsic to them being themselves than loving each other. And that's a beautiful message. And I, I really like The Accountant. Part of it, I think that's really funny. When yeah. I think back on this season, I think way more time was spent in the accounting department huh. than it actually is, because I think that the I I forget the actor's name, but the one who plays Steven the like, head accountant, yeah, he's hilarious and perfect. I think the whole bit about the guy that gets stuck doing the weird sex things <laughs> is so funny because uh, there you get is my no worse request job. for immediate suicide denied. <laughs> denied. He's such a funny um, guy, and I I think that the zaniness of taking a a bank deposit shoot up to get to the mailroom in the good place is really funny and i think that's a great segue neither of us said that episode which is kind of interesting The i thought that that would be on both of our lists honestly but it didn't didn't make the final cut for the me the good place episode is what you're saying right yeah it was of the seven it was probably my yeah. number six that was Don't really the, close i like that episode. no the book Don't, of Dugs is that book episode? of, episode? of the book is of Doug's. really Doug's. funny but i think it's a great segue for that i just think janet's for me when i'm like what's the most good place episode of the good place. I would say Dance Dance Resolution. I'd say Janet's. I'd say things like that that are just so wild, but but they nail it. I mean they nail it so perfectly. I mean even when Jason and Tahani are going through and, and they see Janet's like Tumblr love page for Jason is just so funny. I, I that episode cartoons. is pretty perfect. TV, for me. play, play, cartoons. TV, play, for play Jason. cartoons for Jason. That episode's pretty perfect for me. Yeah. I love Darcy Carden. I, I'll say it, I'll scream it from the rooftops. Janet Not is. afraid. Top two characters in this show for me, and a lot of days she's not number two, and it's just, I, it's perfect. It's, it's. I what agree, I love about and I think show. our other person is different. Maybe, definitely. Yeah, because yours is probably Michael, and mine's. Yeah, probably it's cheesy. absolutely Michael, and yours yeah. is cheesy. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, but, I mean, this season's so good. It reminds me of when we talked about season three of Community. Although this is much more consistent than season three of Community, yes, where it has such crazy high highs, and the lows aren't that bad in this season. Mm. They're just not. They're just so far from what when everything else do. is so good. You know, yeah. if you have a five-course meal and four of the courses are like Michelin star and the other one is really good, you're like, "Wow, that kind of sucked by comparison, but by itself it's great." I mean, I would happily watch any of my bottom 3 episodes at any given moment and have a fun time.
0: I agree. I mean, we've talked a lot about this season. I've talked a lot about being glass out full a lot of times this season. But I think my list of top five episodes are as good as any other season's top yeah. five. I mean, season two, probably not. But it, like, holds a candle to it but for sure. But it's closer
1: than we thought coming into this season, at yeah. least for me.
0: And a season where, again, my number one isn't on your top five and yeah. our top 5s have four of the same
1: episodes. Yeah. That's a good season of We TV. only had one that was in the same place and it was Fractured Inheritance and that episode like depending on your favorite the day, the that could be my number 1. Yeah. You know, Jeremy Barrymore could be my favorite, Pandemonium could be my favorite. Your number 1 could be like in my top 3. That's just how good this show is. Like you'd watch this season again and move the list around. We all Absolutely.
0: would, I think. But that's where I'm at right now. Worst possible use of free will. Big mm-hmm. ups to that episode. We've got a couple yeah, more things to ups. take care of. Now that we've done our bottom three and top
1: five, which is always a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and we're going to look at the good place, bad place points that we've been handing out all season. Now, before we jump, let's let's come to an agreement because we've done different things, or we, we've had different discussions. Does a positive score get you into the good place? I don't think so.
0: Wow. I think anything zero or below, mm-hmm. you go to the bad place, obviously. Yeah. I think when it's like 100 points, you go to the bad place.
1: But it's so hard to be positive points, period.
0: No, it isn't. Okay. We've all got right. some 300s, some department. 400s, and a 600. Oof. So I think the hundreds
1: don't make it. I think it's the top of the top. We I learned we this season that debate, nobody goes to the good rock place. Paper, they should all go to the bad place. Like we did last time. For That's fine by disputed. me. That's fine mm-hmm. by me. Love a good rock, paper, scissors. So let's start with who's going to the bad place. Uh, mm-hmm. At zero points. Because Is that the lowest gave... score? No. Oh. I'm
0: starting top lowest score going down. At zero points, because you took away some points and I gave some points, Doug Mm -hmm. Forsett. It makes a lot of sense that he's so close but so far still Mm -hmm. from getting into the good place. I'll quickly list off, these are all of the... Characters that were given hundred points at one point mm-hmm. in the season. They all go to the bad place, but they weren't repeat offenders. Yeah. Tanya, the the mm-hmm. Centaur going to the bad, the bad place. Raymond, book. the little fuck kid yeah. that tortured Doug Forsett going to the bad place. The entire good place review committee. Oh, I gave them that one, yeah. And also a special call out to Kellen from the yeah. Good Place Review Committee going to the bad place. The Need Noggle. Going mm-hmm. to the bad place, and I think the only person who has gone to the bad place all three seasons now is Mindy Saint Clair. Also, yeah, she's going bad. to the bad place. She's not good. <laughs> the bigger point getters. We've got a couple that are going with negative two hundred points. Going to John from the last episode, Pandemonium alone was mm-hmm. enough to get John negative two hundred points in the bad place. Camilla. She does a lot of work, but we both gave her the bad, the place, bad place that, that episode. episode. Wow. So at negative 200 points, Camilla does go to the bad place. At negative 200 points, we're also going to be sending Pillboy to the mm. bad place. Yeah, that's Because fair. I gave it to him twice, and you mm-hmm. argued against it both times.
1: Yeah, I Pillboy is for the people. I wouldn't expect a narc like you to... Biggest
0: negative point getters at negative 300 and negative 400. One thing I'll say about this season, people either got negative points or positive points. There weren't very many cases of positive points being added. Do you have any thoughts on who might be the top two negative getters? Probably Trevor and Sean. Trevor's in one episode. Yeah. Uh, He's in two, technically. Negative 300 points going to the bad place this season. Eleanor. Oh, wow. A lot of this has to do with her kind of throwing emotional sure. tantrums and closing mm-hmm. off and stuff. And yeah. then at negative 400 points, going back to the bad place is Michael. Yeah. Because if you remember, the first half of the season, Michael was so much lot. Michael just doing too much. Mm-hmm. So that's the bad place. I think those all make sense. Those are fair. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the good place. We'll start with the people who only got 100 points mm-hmm. and whether or not we believe that they should go to the good place based off of this. What about Eleanor's mom, Donna? 100 points.
1: No. Eleanor's mom no. has
0: grown and
1: shown no. growth. And She's shown grown, change.
0: but as hard as it is to get into the good place, I think she has too many detractors. If Camilla has yeah, to go, Yeah, she so kind of fucked
1: up her first kid. So, yeah, send Donna to the bad place.
0: And also no at 100 points, necessary. and I like this character, but I don't think he should go to the good place either, is Dave. He got 100 points. I don't think he does anything wrong. I also don't think he does anything that deserves to send him up with the best of the best. No. Dave stays. Uh, the last person that got 100 points, this is going to be an argument because this person started the season with like negative three, negative 400 points, and then, and then towards the end of up. the season started receiving some points. So at 100 points is Cheaty.
1: I think Cheaty goes to the good place, and I don't think it's close. And I have many arguments why, but if you want to rock, paper, scissors and leave it at that, we can I want for fun to rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. I get all – I'm going to look at it by the numbers. Yeah.
0: 100 points, and at one point he had like negative 300, negative 400. Maybe he does the best good of the entire show at the end of this season, but for fun, let's rock,
1: paper, scissors. Yeah. And I mean the see fact that cheaty has done the right thing like a 1,000 consecutive times when given the opportunity – Cheety goes a good place. You go. gave best him the three? bad
0: place a couple times. this I season. bet I did. His early behavior wasn't season. great
1: early in the season. Yeah, he was still. Let's growing. rock He's paper a baby scissors. Cheated. We'll go one two three or three two one. Shoot. Rock paper scissors shoot. Okay,
0: yeah, duh. Rock paper scissors shoot on shoot. We'll both go, and even if there's mm-hmm. a lag, we'll stick with what we said. We'll say. stick with okay. what we're throwing.
1: Yeah, and best two of three. Sure, because it's a little contentious. Sure. Yeah. Rock rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. That's one. One Steven. Rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot shoot i can't see your hand it's a draw it oh sorry I, it was rock. put it, it was in the rock. fucking camera zach sorry 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 okay it was rock 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 paper, paper scissors. scissors shoot shoot oh, boom that's one one,
0: one, one. <sighs> for all of chidi's all eternal marbles. soul
1: rock rock paper scissors shoot shoot boom rock goes crushes through. scissors good game good game Cheaty
0: goes to the good place and i don't feel that bad about it yeah but these are the people that are going to the good place mm-hmm. with 300 and higher points. Starting at wow. 300, Janet. She's
1: yeah, earned sure. her place
0: in the good place Janet this season. Janet did a lot of good. She didn't do any bad, pretty much. Send her mm-hmm. to the good place. Also at 300, surprisingly, way higher on the list than he has been in the past, Jason Mendoza. Jason welcome got to the good three place. good
1: places. Good for him.
0: He's so kind to Hani, and he's yeah. so kind to others in this season. Jason, Good welcome. for Jason. You've made it. 400 points. This person is the second most getting good place points of the season, and it's based off of just two episodes where we both gave her the good place, Simone. Simone. Even though she does die and
1: does not make it into the good place, by our metric, she easily makes it into the good place. Yeah, no question. Love Simone in in our respective homes. Any guesses? Who's number one? I think it's going to be Tahani again, right? I don't think, again, I think she's been bad place other seasons, actually. I think we fought over her one season.
0: Tahani gets the most good place points of the season at 600 points. She has has a a great great showing this season. She squashes beefs. She does good for others. And she is still herself showing that that good was always in her, even when she has to name drop
1: and stuff. That's not what makes her a bad person. Tahani has has a charitable heart. And most of her selfishness came from trying to outdo her sister, not from her own inner wickedness. So love Tahani this season. Well-deserved top point getter. Well-deserved top point getter to Tahani. Just like she always wanted.
0: The last thing I want us to do as we're wrapping up our coverage of season Mm -hmm. three of The Good Place here on End of the Time Knife, before we move into the final season of The Good Place and the final season of End of the Time Knife starting very soon, I want us both to award a season MVP that's totally taken away from the Mm -hmm. metric of good and bad, the binary.
1: And so let's go ahead and just both say cheaty real quick, right? Yes. There's an argument for Janet, but I... Chidi is too makes too strong a run at the end and left a larger lasting impression. I think Janet probably does more overall, but Chidi makes the ultimate sacrifice. He gives up the first time in his known life, mm-hmm. even it's happened before, but the first time in this Chidi's existence that he has loved felt someone, true love, mm-hmm. and he gives it all up to save the greater good. Wild, I mean, it's it's Chidi's great. Well, I
0: think Tahani deserves some flowers. I think mm-hmm. even Eleanor at points reclaims sure. why she's the lead of the show. And even Michael, if we're just talking about like entertainment value, mm-hmm. I think could could get some flowers. But for me it's cheaty because the season what? Starts with him being the catalyst Getting of together, everyone coming everyone back together. Helping them and and it ends with him being the catalyst of all of this having a fix. Because yeah. he's willing to be totally unselfish and give up himself. So everyone can have a better
1: life. Because it's as Chidi, much as easy, Eleanor MVP. is the main character of the show, the leader of the group, Chidi's the hero of the story mm-hmm. because he takes the most on. He takes the most punishment and the most suffering and does it without question. Most of the time when his friends are involved, Chidi's the first to say, I'll go, I'll do it. I'll suffer. I'll take this consequence on, even though it's not necessarily my fault. Yeah. And it's really powerful every time.
0: I totally agree. It's a great cheaty season. And as we're closing the book on season three, i uh, Pandemonium, a big part of why it became my number two, is that it totally reframed what I thought about this season mm-hmm. and how... Why do we ever just not give them our full faith? We've seen the show. Why were we ever like, mm, maybe season three is mid? <laughs> it's not. It's really good. It's really good. It might be the fourth best season of The Good Place, but The Good Place might be the most consistent network sitcom of all time, just mm-hmm. based on number of episodes and how many of them are great. I don't think anything else that aired on one of the main networks
1: can I'm close.
0: has much of a candle to it. I mean, it's easy to say that when we're so deep in it, but it's sure. just such a consistent, creative, imaginative show And they managed to do that for a third season in a row, completely take it in directions that we never would have expected. So season three of The Good Place, Steven, what are your final thoughts as we wrap up the roundtable? Pro. It's a buy. It's a buy. It's a buy. pro season three. I agree. Mm -hmm. It's a buy. And what about season three of Into the Time Knife?
1: You know, I think that we we went through our ups and downs (laughs) relationship-wise together. I thought it was great. I think that, you know, we, we got through some rough patches. Yeah. Uh, we oh, handled boy, did your we. infidelity well. Yes. Um, we do have a joint Facebook account now, but, you know, the things you give up, right? Yeah. My Trust. DMs weren't looking great. I had to clean that shit up. <laughs> they, they were they were icky. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sarah M. <laughs> just just dripping <laughs> in every couple she days. She just won't
1: leave you alone.
0: No. Well, once you give someone Venmo, you know, once you give a mouse a cookie yeah. and the cookie is a priceless. Uh, NFT. <laughs> They'll
1: keep In the words back of milk. Central C, before I give you my iPhone password, I'll give you the pin to my Amex. <laughs> well, that's. The Roundtable,
0: everybody. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us on this special occasion. Let us know what your tops and bottoms of the season are. Do you agree with us? Do you have our same very top and very bottom episodes? If anybody has Donkey Doug in their Donkey top five, get out of the podcast. But anyone yeah. else, let us know what you're thinking of the season. Who's your MVP? Do you think Chidi belongs in the good place? I don't think anyone will say no. Do you think anyone would say no? Cheaty goes in the good place. Cheaty goes in the good place. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for the podcast this week. Next week, we're going to be back for a very special Thanksgiving edition of Can't Disappoint Podcast, which will drop on all three of our main podcast feeds, Wow! courtesy of our Patreon-exclusive That 70s Show rewatch podcast, The Basement. The time knife never sleeps, people, so join us next week for a Thanksgiving celebration with Zach and Steven. Uh, And if you want even more of us, head on over to patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast. We're starting at free. Truly. You can support the show by becoming a patron and getting all types of exclusive content, whether it's live chats with Zach and Steven every week or complete rewatch podcasts that you can only get on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash can'tdisappointpodcast
1: is the place to find it. That's right, click the link in bio to see Zach take it all off. And coming sooner than you might think,
0: we are going to be beginning our search for the next Zach and Steven Rewatch Podcast. Steven and I have been working hard at four options for our next Rewatch Podcast. The patrons will get the first glimpse at what the first show is going to be before you guys do later this month. What's it going to be?
1: Steven we're going to be all of us? the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Stay tuned, maybe. We're doing Leno, or we're not doing shit. <laughs> Steven, where else can the people find us? You know, if you want to get all jiggy up in our wiggies, I uh, don't think you can say that. I I I don't, I don't say even think you can. Jiggy. I can't say wiggy. No, nope, that's new. You can't say it. <laughs> it's new. Ugh, strike that one. The record. Bleep yep. it out. Follow us over on Twitter and Instagram over at. Time Knife Pod. We're also on YouTube. You can find the video campaign of this podcast. See my cute little hat. See Zach's cute little sweater. Uh, see Gooby, not mentioned yet today. Hey, Goobs. What's no. up? Yeah, look at that neck. He said glub. Yeah. <laughs> a, a big old glove from, from the Goobster. But check out the goobs. video. You can see all the fun, zany stuff that we got going on. Zach flashed halfway through. So if you haven't, if you're just listening, go check it out and watch every second. You flashed.
0: Oh, I flashed head Sure, yeah, You're Does hanging Does that count? Brain. Just flashing the tip? Does that count? Zach is never not hanging Apparently brain. I flashed. That's what the people on the New York subway tried to say too. The Zach flashing flashed. tip yeah. counted.
1: Hey, you're flashing. Yeah. You're flashing. But yeah, check us out there. We'd love to hear from you. Comment, like, subscribe. Just obliterate that uh, like button. Hit the bell to get notified when we drop, you know, all the stuff. You did it. We did it. I'm leaving space for you to say, all right, Steven. Say the thing. All
0: right, Stephen. Well, it's been another season of The Good Place. Thank you, everyone, for joining us every week as we've gone through this season. And I hope you continue to join us as we wrap this bad boy up, as we close the book of The Good Place next season. But until
1: then, Stephen, why don't you get us out of here? From the judge-created imaginary meeting table inside the time knife, Black Lives Matter. I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? Nice. Uh, I'm There's Steven. I don't have a clever clever thing for that. But I don't usually do
0: that. I just riff. No, I like like love you very much. We will see it. you next week. Oh, now, yeah. Steven,
1: how would you <laughs> like to eat oh, yeah. my shorts? <laughs> hey, I've got a call for Hugh G. <laughs> no here. Ha <laughs> <laughs> la, ha. La, la la la. La la la. La la la. There's kings in distant cities so who we'll rule the persons and make them happy and. Forget about other service or congratulatory. Even the animals so that something ruin and they're all doing. Cause in the end,
0: I'd like to say no one's better than you. I hope you're happy
1: now. I've revealed the truth. I've even written this whole song about you, and not about me. And Serious, I'm not delirious. I've waited very patiently just to let you know who should run the show. Cause we all know these are the facts, nothing to retract, nothing to abstract.